Dominus Fobiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Marcum. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man came running up, knelt down before him, and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to share in everlasting life? Jesus answered, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not defraud, honor your father and your mother. He replied, teacher, I've kept all these since my childhood. Then Jesus looked at him with love and told him, there is one thing more you must do. Go and sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will then have treasure in heaven. After that, come and follow me. When St. Francis begins his journey following Jesus, he himself finds himself followed. And there was an early one that left. We don't even know his name. But then uh, Bernardo Quintavalle follows. And he asks him what he must do. Like the rich young man, Bernard's house was in a nicer area of Assisi. He was also from Assisi, and his house still stands. There's a sign that says that this is the house of Bernardo Quintavalle. In Francis, it says, not finding himself worthy to tell him what he must do, that they go to the church and they listen to Holy Mass, they attend the Holy Mass and then open the Missal three times. And this church was the Church of St. Nicholas, which was St. Francis's parish church. Um, unfortunately, that church no longer stands, has uh, fell in two centuries ago <laughs> that, uh, due to earthquake. But the first word they receive from the Lord in this biblical lottery is the word of love. He lexavi, he loved. This is the first word on that very page that they opened and the word that Francis receives from God for all Franciscans of all time. That the first word for us 
that we is that Jesus loved him. This is the word which allows us either to follow Jesus on this journey which leads to utter, the utter confusion of the cross and transforms the person from the inside, making us either embrace our poverty or reject it and run our own way because we are wealthy in many things which prevent us from following Jesus with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Or which even more causes us to embrace the feet of Jesus. We are certainly like Mary Magdalene after the resurrection. We desire greatly to embrace the the Lord Jesus, and yet our eyes do not see him in all his wonder, that he is not as we would have him, that we search for a Jesus which does not require us to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. That the Jesus we find is is not the Jesus we had sought, not a dead Lord. And although he is, remains ever crucified with those wounds of love, he is one who always escapes us that we are not to hold on to him in the sense that we had before. But this love must, uh, that our love itself must be purified. Without love and without the transformation of our paltry and poor love, that in many ways we must become even poorer in our love, recognize, recognizing ever more in loving our own poverty, not for our sake, but that the one, the rich one who became poor might, might be our only riches. That unless we follow this way and identify ourselves, become identified, and embrace even the poor ones of this world, that we will ever remain like this other rich man, unable to recognize and embrace that delexabi, that love of Jesus Christ in our life. to recognize ourselves evermore um, that God himself pours out even more and more his love upon us. We ourselves have to embrace that divesting of ourselves of St. Francis and of St. Clair. To embrace the poor love 
of Jesus Christ.